You're listening to Called to Homeschool, episode number 148, Bad Advice. Are you feeling the call to homeschool and you're not sure what to do? Or maybe you are already homeschooling and it doesn't look like what you hoped it would. My name is Megan Thomas and I'm a certified life coach, a mother of seven, and a homeschool pro with more than a decade of experience. I can show anyone how to create success in their homeschool, and I'd love to show you how. Are you ready? All right, welcome back to another exciting episode called The Homeschool. My four-year-old is hanging out in my office with me today, but he promised he would whisper. So if you hear some whispering in the background, it is my cute Georgie. Um, He's just hanging out with me, playing with some Lego pieces, so he is adorable. All right. Have you guys signed up for the Create an Amazing Family event? I am really excited about this. I just, I'm on a mission to just help create as amazing, as many as amazing families as humanly possible. And I'm so excited about this, that, that families can be exciting and joyful and, um, all the things and even hard and knowing how to navigate through those hard times and those difficult times. So, I would love to have you guys come and join me. You can do it in the comfort of your own home, in your jammies. It'll be at 7 p.m. Mountain Time, March 24th, a Thursday evening. So um, hopefully you uh, can have your kids with your husband or doing something else so you can just come and learn and grow and all those fun things. I finally added a link to join on my website, events, um, at the top of my website at www.coachmegthomas.com. And there's also a link to sign up in my bio and my Instagram. Um, I'm thinking I would like to do some more fun events that will be online. And I'm thinking about doing some homeschool events of planning your homeschool year. I've been creating a a workbook of 30 days to ease into your homeschool. And so I would love to do a homeschool conference on that. So you may want to go and check out that events page and follow it so that you can be up to date with all those things or just join my email list so you can be up to date. Um, as I think about this, I just want to remind you, one of the reasons I'm so excited about this, and I think sometimes we think of the problems in the world and just to feel so big and I feel so small and what could I do and all these things. I just want to challenge you to remember to never underestimate what one person can do. So my cute 10-year-old is reading from the Book of Mormon right now, and he was narrating to me about Abinadi and Alma. And it was so interesting as we were talking about it that on paper, Abinadi's mission doesn't look that impressive. He went in and the people were mad at him and eventually killed him, and it doesn't look very impressive. But from one person, he baptized one person. He baptized Alma. And Alma was able to take that to over and baptize over 200 people. So from one person being brave and moving forward was able to help one person who then helped over 200 people. So being able to help create one amazing family will spill over into creating more amazing families and even more amazing families. So that is my big vision. And my goal is just to be able to help create as amazing as many as amazing families as humanly possible, more families being united, more peace in homes, more love in the world. And I feels like it is something I can do to help make this world a little bit better. So come and join me as I share tools with you, how to help you create that amazing family you've always dreamed up. Okay. This episode made me giggle because I think all of us here have either 
maybe we've even been the giver of bad advice. I'm sure I have given bad advice before. Um, we've received some really bad advice or we've overheard somebody's bad advice, right? I certainly have. I remember one of my favorite bad advice tips I was ever given was from an old neighbor. And she loved to monitor what my children did. And <laughs> I did not love that. So her, the way our backyard, like my backyard went to her side yard and she was up a little bit of a hill. So she could see very easily into our whole backyard and always see what was going on. And she would come and find me on Sundays and tell me what could I do better during the week with my children. Uh, she was an older lady that was an empty, empty nester. And um, I think at that time she was single and she made that her mission to come and tell me things I could do better in my family. Well, during this time, my cute Brigham, who is 10, was a toddler and Briggy loved to run away. And if you have ever had a kid like this, like there's not a whole lot you can do. Um, he would pack bags. He would get a camelback and pack a full bag, get snacks, and he would leave on adventures. And he was always planning on coming back. So we could never understand why everybody was so upset that he keep trying to leave on these adventures. Honestly, it was terrifying to have a child that was a runaway. And um, it was actually quite a trying time with all of those things. So that made it especially helpful that, not helpful for reals, that this neighbor kept coming and giving me advice of what I could do with my children. Well, one of these Sundays, she came to tell me that she once again saw my Brigham running away. And I did what a lot of moms do. I get defensive, right? Like I'm doing everything I can. I'm so sorry. I don't know. I promise I'm watching my kid. But if I go to the bathroom or switch a load of laundry or do something, that kid is gone. We even had um, him sneak out at nighttime, which was terrifying. And we had to resolve that because that was, that was really scary. So anyways, she then told me, well, this is what you do. Go to the store. You get some duct tape and you're just going to put a little strip of duct tape across the top of your door to the wall and then you can't get out anymore. And I politely said, okay, thank you and went my way. And I laughed so hard because I thought duct tape, really? So none of my other, I had six kids at the time, right? And so the other five children wouldn't be allowed to use the doors. We'd all be prisoners in the house. And then I thought duct tape, does that even work? So out of curiosity, I went and got some duct tape because I was really tired of this kid running away all the time. So I went and got the duct tape and put some across the top of my door and big shocker, it does not work in any way, shape, or form. And it also leaves sticky residue on your door and walls. So that was a terrible added bonus. So that's some bad advice I've received. And the other night, I had the opportunity to go to a bridal shower. And I heard some advice that I thought was terrible advice. And it made me giggle. And I wanted to do an episode about it because... It just goes to show like we need coaching so much because a lot of people thought this was fantastic advice. And I'm going to show you why I do. I think it is bad advice. So I'm at this bridal shower and the mother of the bride was sharing with us some advice that her daughter had received. I do not remember the exact words, so I will be summarizing it in the best to my ability. Basically, the bride-to-be and her fiancé went to somebody who was giving them some marriage advice um, right before their wedding. And something along the lines of the counsel was, if you are in bed at night and you can feel the side of the bed where your wife is kind of shaking and you can hear her crying and sniffling, 
it was probably safe to assume that you did something wrong and you need to try to fix it. So like I said, I don't remember the exact words, but that was the gist of what was said. And I smiled and said, oh, cool. Like, thank you for sharing that with me. And my daughter had been with me. And when we left and went outside, I go, I'm sorry, that is terrible advice. And she looked at me and laughed. She goes, I thought it was too. What a terrible thing to say. So we laughed about it. And I kind of wanted to expound on why I think this is such terrible advice. And the reason it makes me giggle is because it is advice that a lot of people believe. Like, yes, he made her cry. He should fix this. He should do this. So to me, by putting it all on him, it is another way that we do not have to take ownership of our emotions. Now, have I ever gone to bed and cried? Absolutely. Is it my husband's or my children's fault that I am crying? No. Crying is an action that is driven from an emotion that was created from a thought. So let me give you an example. Let's say that your husband comes home late from work and you have a story already that husbands should be home on time which may create the feeling of hurt. And when you are feeling hurt, you may be really cold to your husband. You may go to bed and cry. You may be passive aggressive or even get in a big fight. But what if you stopped that model and got curious instead? What about getting curious? I wonder why he is home late. Is it a problem that he comes home late? Am I ever late? How do I want to be treated if I were ever late for something? I know just off the hand that I have been late for many of things unintentionally. I talked too long. I got distracted with something. I fell asleep. Something that could have completely was not an accident or an emergency. Like it just spaced my mind. So when you slow down and start taking in the whole picture and getting curious over things, then there is no reason to go to bed crying, believing that someone has made you cry. Now, I am not saying that you shouldn't ever go to bed crying. I'm only saying it's optional. Sometimes you may want to feel sad or hurt about something. That's part of the human experience. When my kid left on his mission, I wanted to feel sad and I cried. Uh, if you had a, a challenge you're going through, you may want to feel sad and cry about it. But I want to empower you that if you don't want to go to bed hurt and angry, you don't have to. You don't have to go to bed thinking that your kid has wronged you because they were late or that your husband is the worst because he didn't comment on your new haircut or that your kids are just so difficult because they just will not sit down and do their schoolwork. That cannot make you cry. It is always your thoughts about those circumstances that creates the feeling that drives the action of crying. Now, the person that gave this advice, I believe, was truly trying to be helpful. And I think it really came from a kind place. But advice that makes you the victim of others' actions is an exhausting way to live. That makes you want to start controlling others so you can feel a certain way. And I know I have been so guilty of trying to control my husband and my children because I want to feel a certain way and I'm pretty sure that they can control those things. And that's why I love coaching to help me get perspective. Like, can that sock on the floor really make you angry? Can um, a husband not giving a phone call really make you cry? 
It is always our thoughts about those things. Your husband cannot make you cry. Your kids cannot make you yell. Your son's dog, even though he may got into my chicken coop and ate three of my chickens, cannot make me angry, even though sometimes it feels like they can. I want to remind you to be in charge of you because you are the only person that you truly have control over. Nobody wins when you are trying to control somebody because you believe it will help you to feel a certain way. You lose because you're trying to control somebody and then just that anger and frustration because you want to control, control, control. The person you're trying to control often feels irritated, um, angry, frustrated, manipulated, or whatever because they are being controlled and they feel like they can't do anything right and they can never please you. So nobody wins. If you want to go to bed crying, have at it. I just want to empower you that sometimes I choose to go to bed and cry. I choose to believe some things um, that make me cry, right? So I want to empower you guys to be in charge of your own emotions and don't put it on anybody else's shoulders because they are terrible at managing your emotions. All right, friends, I love you so much. And I would love if you guys shared in with me some of the worst advice you've been given, because like my duct tape story, that is some of my favorite bad advice I've ever gotten. So anyways, love you guys. Have a great week. And I will talk to you next time. Are you ready to take the concepts learned on this podcast to the next level? Then I invite you to join Mama's Members, a place where I will help you succeed in your family and homeschool beyond what you thought was possible. You will have access to hours of content, a place to ask questions, and weekly coaching calls to help you be the amazing homeschool mom you are called to be. To sign up, go to www.coachmegthomas.com join. I can't wait to see you there.